Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a multi-state family law firm. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an interesting topic today. The topic is signs that a divorce may be looming. And this is based on an article on our blog, omahafamilylawblog.com, dated April 5th, 2023. And the title of that article is Signs That It Is Time to Explore Divorce. So as a follow-up to the episode today, go on over to omahafamilylawblog.com and read that article for more information. But let's go ahead and jump on in. Obviously, there can be lots of causes for divorce. There can be various reasons people have uh, for moving forward and in filing for dissolution of marriage. But what we are going to do today is talk about some of the leading reasons uh, that are out there for divorce. And again, every situation can be different. There can be other variants for sure in terms of the causes for divorce. But let's go through some of the big ones in terms of what I have seen over time. Um, the first one on the list is infidelity. Obviously, when folks get married, uh, one of their vows is to, to be faithful to one another uh, until death do us part. But some individuals step outside of the marriage. They engage in an affair of some kind. And, and some, uh, some marriages can move past it. Some individuals are able to uh, uh, repair the relationship after an affair. But in a lot of uh, marriages, it's just not possible. It can be a breach of trust. It can cause one individual to say they're done and want to move on. So for individuals who truly want to save their marriage and they don't want a divorce, you know, uh, one of the worst things a person can do is to engage in an affair. It definitely causes a good chunk of marriages to just be done and, and it can result in divorce. So if you don't want a divorce, don't have an affair. If you have an affair, uh, the marriage could certainly, certainly end. All right. The next step on the list is a sense of boredom. Uh, sometimes in a marriage, you know, there's an individual who sort of lives off adrenaline. Uh, they want to do different things. They like to be on the move, on the go. And there can be another individual in some marriages who might be, you know, more sort of steady. You know, they, they like to come home and, and have dinner with the family and, and go to uh, church, let's say, on Sunday. And they want a more steady and stable life. But if you have somebody like that with somebody who likes to be on the go and is looking for excitement, it can be tough. And so in, in, in some marriages, you know, the person who wants the excitement, uh, could that individual could ultimately want a divorce if the other individual doesn't sort of meet them in some sort of middle place. So a sense of boredom, uh, unfortunately, can be a leading reason uh, for divorce. And, and ultimately, it could be a situation where maybe the marriage was just a poor match out of the gates. Um, another leading reason of divorce is financial arguments, okay? In some marriages, you have a saver, somebody who likes to tuck money away for a rainy day, maybe for retirement. And then on the flip end, there can oftentimes be a spender in the relationship, somebody who doesn't like to save, but they like to spend. 
And certainly the spender can, again, be the person who's the adrenaline person, who likes excitement, maybe like living on the edge a little bit more. And so when you have a saver and you have a spender in a relationship, that can be tough. And a lot of these marriages, it results in arguments, it results in bickering, just totally different perspectives in terms of how to handle the money. So the financial arguments can be a big, big cause of divorce. Uh, next up on the list is political differences. You know, and this is particularly true with individuals who have strong political beliefs. Maybe they follow the news uh, heavily and, and they read it, they listen to it. It's a big, big deal to them. And, 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 you know, for individuals who are like this, if you've got somebody of one political persuasion and then the other spouse is the opposite political persuasion, this can be terribly difficult. And so, you know, for individuals who care about politics, who follow it uh, enormously, you know, I mean, maybe some marriages can work if you've got a Republican and a Democrat in the relationship. But for lots of marriages, it just ultimately leads to trouble and people getting upset. And it can definitely result in, in divorce filing. So think long and hard about political differences if that's important to you and you're still single and not married. Uh, poor communication is another leading cause of divorce for sure. Obviously, to get past difficulties, arguments, disagreements, communication is key. If a couple can communicate proactively um, and, and they can apologize and, and they're willing to engage and they don't get upset and angry and engage maybe in name-calling and, and, and raising tensions, then, you know, I mean, ultimately this communication thing is just a big, big deal. So for some, for some individuals, they're just not on the same page in terms of the communication. You know, they communicate in a way that upsets the other party. And so communication can definitely be a big, big cause of divorce in a lot of circumstances. Just people who don't communicate productively and in a, a healthy uh, manner. Um, another leading cause of divorce is the hasty marriage, which again, it's, you know, the individuals were swept off their feet and maybe they got married quick for whatever reason. And they didn't take a whole lot of time to get to know one another, but then over the course of time, you know, then a lot of these other things sort of, sort of arose like, you know, uh, you know, they're swept off their feet, but the communication's not good. Maybe they figure out later, they really have totally different political views or view different views on money. Uh, or excitement, or, or you name it. But I mean, taking some time to, to get to know somebody um, can definitely be a good thing. Uh, doing pre-marriage counseling can definitely be a good thing. But definitely the hasty marriages um, can be fun, it can be exciting, but it could definitely uh, have a higher proportion of divorce uh, as a result. So, you know, definitely think long and hard about getting married and if you're not married yet and take some time to get to know the other person. All right. So, you know, beyond divorce, there could be other options for individuals that, you know, maybe are thinking about divorce. Obviously, marriage counseling can be an important uh, piece. You know, a therapist can oftentimes uh, work with parties uh, to try to get them on the same page on some of these areas and, and hopefully get them to compromise in some manner, uh, but in some cases, it's just not possible. And ultimately, uh, you know, a big key with marriage counseling is, you know, both parties have to want to save the relationship. They've got to want to save the marriage, and they've got to be honest uh, with each other about uh, about items that are important to them and obviously have to be honest about um, 
uh, you know, their goals, their aspirations, and these kinds of things. Uh, but certainly marriage counseling is an option for many. Uh, legal separation is another option. Sometimes people choose to separate, maybe live in different homes, um, take a break. So that could be an option for some individuals with the marriages, uh, you know, potentially savable. So think about legal separation. If things just aren't working, but you're still not sure uh, you want a divorce, uh, legal separation, an option that lots of individuals ought to at least consider. Um, all right, and let's go to some of the common questions on this topic. In terms of uh, divorce requirements, what are they? Well, look, this is going to vary by state. So certainly speak with a lawyer who's licensed and competent to practice law in your jurisdiction. Uh, but but residency is important. Make sure uh, uh, wherever you file, the residency requirements have been met. That can be a key. Uh, certainly the wait period uh, can be a big key. Different states have different time deadlines on a wait period. And then, uh, you know, past that, most states have adopted uh, no-fault divorce, which means uh, the marriage just needs to be irretrievably broken uh, for the divorce to be granted. So that would be, you know, another big key. And, and that term irretrievably broken is, is an important one because in some instances, uh, a husband and wife uh, might have differences, but it's not irretrievably broken. So that, that would be the legal standard in almost every state for a no-fault divorce. Um, another question lots of individuals have is, do you need a divorce attorney or could you do the divorce on your own pro se? Certainly more and more states are putting forms up online for individuals to do a pro se divorce. So theoretically, uh, an individual could represent themselves. But the reality is, is, is this, which is a divorce can have long-lasting implications, particularly if there's kids, if there's substantial property and debt. And so it's almost always better to have an attorney uh, representing you than trying to do it on your own. Uh, even past that, the, you know, the pro se paperwork is arduous, can be complex, and a lot of individuals just not able to, uh, uh, to get it completed and approved by the judge. So definitely better to get an attorney than trying to represent yourself. And that is particularly true, too, where, you know, your spouse has hired an attorney. If your spouse has an attorney, um, it's really pretty foolish not to have one yourself. So I, I would say get an attorney. Uh, it's definitely helpful to have somebody who could make sure your interests and your rights are protected and that you're able to move on with your life. Um, another question lots of individuals have is, is what about mediation? Would mediation work? Well, look, for, for couples that are splitting on amicable terms and they're able to communicate effectively, mediation can be a good option um, for sure. The one thing to keep in mind, though, is that mediators can't divorce parties. Mediators are not judges. Uh, what mediators can do is help parties work through issues and, and hopefully come up with an agreement. But then the, the mediated agreement, if there's one that's reached, still needs to be submitted to the judge in court. And so even where parties use a mediator, it's still wise to also have uh, an attorney. Uh, and I, I should say both parties should have an attorney. Uh, that way, the mediated agreement, if one is reached, is submitted to the judge because a mediator can't do that. And the mediator certainly uh, is not a judge and cannot uh, get parties divorced. They can just help facilitate a discussion and can help facilitate negotiations. Um, in terms of what is an uncontested divorce, an uncontested divorce is where both parties want it. Okay, So again, the legal requirements to get, uh, to get divorced... 
Um, in terms of grounds, uh, with no-fault divorce, I mean, almost always what you need to prove is that the marriage is irretrievably broken. If both parties agree that the marriage is irretrievably broken, it's then an uncontested divorce. But the thing to keep in mind is that even with an uncontested divorce, uh, it doesn't mean the parties agree on the disposition of the divorce itself, okay? So both parties could want the divorce, but they might have a different viewpoint on how to divide property and debt, or they could have a different viewpoint on child custody, child support, spousal ma maintenance, you, you know, you name it. And so the fact that the divorce is uncontested is, is, is often a good thing for parties in terms of simplifying uh, that piece. But it doesn't mean the divorce itself is going to be easy or simple where there's areas of disagreement. And, and certainly I can tell you, the listeners here, that you know, lots of parties agree on some things, but it's, it's hard out of the gates for a divorcing couple to agree on everything. Oftentimes there are one or two or three or more issues in which the parties actually disagree about. And that can hang up an uncontested divorce and, and make it uh, be a situation where it's not as simple as somebody thought. All right, well, look, that's the topic today. Again, I hope you all found it helpful. As a follow-up to the episode today, go on over to omahafamilylawblog.com, read the article titled Signs That It's Time to Explore Divorce. This will give you more information on this topic. But thanks for tuning in today. Stay tuned to our next episode coming up. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stangy. Visit stangylawfirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtained in this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be, legal advice. You should consult an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. Past results afford no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stangy is responsible for the content. Headquarters, Office 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450, Clayton, Missouri, 63105. Kirk Stangy is licensed in Missouri, Illinois, and Kansas. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 